from the internet, this is Tech Laundry, a weekly show broadcasted live on Google Hangouts, where I, Jeffrey Barron, and my buddy, Tercius Perfette, talk tech and shoot the shit. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to episode 37 of Tech Laundry. I'm Jeff. And I'm Tercius. And... We got a lot to talk about today, and actually we don't have that much to talk about, but we have a little bit to talk about, and mostly we have to talk about it because it is huge news. It's it's pretty, like, it's a big kind of, it'll be a weird landmark case in terms of, you know, data use and, you know, people's privacy. But before that, we have a lot of, you know, like, kind of things to talk about before that, as in hmm. life stuff, Jeff stuff, you know. Life stuff. Do I have life stuff? There's a happy, happy, late, belated, uh, th- I was said Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Valentine's Day. Uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day to everybody. Uh, if you guys did that, it was a three-day weekend for most people. I don't know who doesn't get a three-day Wait, weekend. what? Did you not get a three-day weekend? For Valentine's Day? No, for President's, like, President's Day. No. Whatever. You didn't get that day off? No. Why? I'm a journalist. <laughs> Everyone at BuzzFeed had it off. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you? I, what did they do? Did it's, they not? It's I thought that was like a um, national holiday. Your company probably like cares about its like you know <laughs> employees. <laughs> they care about its employees. Yeah, no. Um, I work, dude. You know. Oh. So. Damn. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A bummer. I mean, you get paid for it. That's the upside, right? I hate you, Jeff. I guess. No, actually, no. If if given the option, most people would just be like, no, I'd rather just have a. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to, like, eat chili at home and, like, shoot fire, like, you know, shotgun shells in the air. That's America. That's That's President's Day. You know, people think we should be ashamed of our roots like that, but I don't don't think so. Yeah. I think we should. Have you ever shot a gun? Shot a shotgun? Yes, I have. Not a shotgun, a handgun. Feels good, right? Yeah, I mean that's killing power. That's a little yeah. bit horrifying. It's just it's just fun, you know. It's like something you <laughs> see in media all the time. You're like, I'm gonna do it for myself. When you do it, you're like, I can see why people are into this. Yeah, but then you're just like, mm, I don't trust myself. I am clumsy. I trip over everything, so I'm not gonna. I don't want to. That's like the power of life and death in your hands, man. That's horrifying. It is great responsibility. Yeah. Oh, comes. did you watch Deadpool yet? I did. Oh, yeah. Dude, that movie was off the hook. That movie pretty much satisfied everything I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, You're just like, uh, mm, mm. existential crisis? No, no, not even a little bit. Just bang, bang, shrink, shrink. It was great. Yeah. It was, um, had just like the right amount of like feels. It kind of, it was like really cheesy at parts. Yeah. Pretty campy. And, uh, a lot of, uh, fourth wall breaking. Yeah. And, uh, it was it was good. Yeah, it was it's good. Freaking I terrific. Yeah. I was depressed right after that movie because I was like, "Oh god, Batman versus Superman's going to suck." <laughs> I don't know how they're going to pull that off. They're not going to. It looks like such a bummer. Everyone's all sad and mopey or like Yeah, they didn't uh I don't know how much fun. I mean, then again, it's a trailer cuz like every trailer I I hate trailers actually. I hate the way that they're cut cuz they're cut all like the kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm really hoping that the movie's not as it looks because it's so serious, you know, like, like, yeah. super, like he's fighting Superman, like the most overpowered, like superhero of all time. Uh, 
like superman like you can't yeah. stop, unless he has like some kryptonite armor it's gonna be some shit like that they're gonna just do it i don't know yeah uh, but yeah, yeah. De- but then again, if cool. you look if you look at man of steel that was a bummer too that was that was that was hmm. um i had promise and it uh crashed and burned pretty hard <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know. And how like many a supersonic buildings. speed, though, they made flying look really cool. They made fly- They did some things right, but yeah. I think the impact of like people being punched through buildings was like losing it for me. I think I was like, I was like so ready for the movie to be over like halfway through. I was like exhausted. I was like, oh. <laughs> but Deadpool, man, that that was like a gift that kept on giving for me. That was like every nerd boy's fantasy for a movie. It was like Guardians of the Galaxy, but rated R. Yeah, it had the feel of Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah, for a much more mature audience. Which, by yeah. the way, don't take your kids to see Deadpool. If you do, I, okay, you really want did, to. When you watched it, um, did you see kids? Because I saw kids. I saw kids that tried to get in, and then they didn't have ID, and they didn't let them in. I they saw like, children with their parents, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I mean, it's your kids. You, I've. I watched radar movies when I was a kid, so it's... Yeah, look how you turned out. Yeah, I turned out great, didn't I? Right? You don't even freaking fold your laundry. Look at your I... bed right now. Yeah, I know. Well, You're there's no mess. point. I think people who fold their bed... Fold their bed. Just <laughs> fold it Yeah, half. Th- those people are insane, Jeff. People who are the Hulk that fold their bed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I feel like folding, folding beds is just... It's such a useless waste of my time. No, it, it creates a calm, kind of like really great way to start your day. Like everything's set, you're good to go. It's like a really great starting point. Like it helps you I, focus. I can definitely get that. And I understand why people do it. Because when I go into a room that's like has their bed made, I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty nice. Make It really brings the room together. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to sleep in it in like you know, <laughs> two hours from now. And I'm like, do I really want to just, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> anyhow <laughs> I, just... I feel like this is a recurring theme with our like show we'll just randomly go into tangents talking about like your sleeping habits usually goes it's back like, to my sleeping habits yeah it's just it's just so we okay so it, how is the sleeping habits with you transitioning to like a nine to five job um it's how, actually not too how, bad do you like the morning you know there are things that happen in the morning right yeah, so they have, like, I had to figure they have out food. My whole... They have TV. Yeah, they have <clears> everything. It's nice. Uh, commuting on Bart's not as bad as I th- imagined it to be, uh, mm-hmm. because partly because my hours I changed them to be ten to six, okay. which works much better for me. So there's less rush hour. Parking's not such an issue. Yeah. Um, I kind of I get a seat on Bart and I get to basically sit there for forty five minutes while I commute in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get to like listen to my podcast and you know kind of just do my own thing for 45 minutes which is pretty nice i've come to enjoy that yeah uh, even though it kind of sucks because it's like you know hour both ways to get yeah, it, to it adds here. up your your week but then it's just like you could do things that you would have normally like do like oh i can just sit down and listen to a podcast that i really want to listen to or like you know that kind of keep up with your news it could just be like a really nice kind of like <clears throat> isolated me time kind of thing yeah and like everybody else on the on the train has like the same idea they're like don't no one interact with each other as much as possible. Just stare <laughs> no at the ground. No one wants to be here. We all want to be home. So just, just blinders, guys. It's blinders. Yeah, just put it on. Just put them on and go to town. It's just funny uh, seeing all the different types of people. Like, 
that are on the train because it's just a huge variety. It's like young yeah. and old, crazy, insane. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff's. Jeff's. Um, I wonder how good. many Jeffs like are on a train just like at a time sometimes. Like at the very least, like 15. 15 is kind of high. I'd you imagine. So? I'd imagine my name was more popular with people who are about 35 to 40, I think now. Let's see. I'll have to check that on uh, Wolfram Alpha because I remember typing my name in there. Or but, did, did, did we try that and I typed in my name and it was just like a sad face? <laughs> I think it was just like not fat or it was like a negative not, not, logarithmic not scale. Yeah. Like your mom can't spell. <laughs> it's like, it's like, did you actually mean this name? Tertius. Bort. That's my, that's my son's name. <laughs> oh, that's my father's name. He's Mr. Bort. <laughs> Mr. Bort. Um, so the job's good. Job's good. So I haven't seen the, anything. Have you didn't make written anything yet? So job's going well. Uh, I have I have written something. It is in the pipeline to be published. Probably this time or in the next few days. Probably the weekend. Um, and uh, it's gonna be about long ass chords. Uh, Wait, what? Long ass uh, charging chords and uh, how they change <laughs> how they how they change your life. <clears throat> okay. I feel like you just went into the back catalog of Tech Laundry and you were like, this is a good topic to do. I'm going to do this again. Uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, is it like that? I don't, I don't know. It, like, I have, like, I have this book that's in my bag that's just yeah. full of ideas. And, like, it could be dumb. It could be really good ideas. Just everything. Anything that comes to my mind, like, that'd be a good idea. And uh, one of the things that I pitched them when uh, I started there was, like, 10 foot iPhone cords uh, have been life changing for me. Maybe they are yeah. for somebody else. And they're like, you know what? You should write about it. Cause that's just kind of what you do. You just, you, you come up with this idea and like, yeah, go ahead and wing that. Uh, there was yeah. someone across, there's a coffee street, a coffee street. There's a coffee shop. that's across the street from <laughs> the my building. Bay, dude. Just the bay, uh, just the bay. Like coffee, just flowing. And people are just like go over there with their cup. Ooh. It's like sixty dollars. I said, dude. We'll speak well, exactly because it's uh. There was a pour over that was fifteen dollars across the street. What for eight ounces of coffee, which is not a lot. Um, what? So one of my uh, one of like the the writers there went like went over there was like, well, let's, let's try it, right? Because there's only like fourteen cups that you could buy from this place, like ever. Like there's only fourteen cups available, and it's fifteen dollars because they own like this plot of land in some foreign country. And they like have the like the land there. They harvest those beans every X amount of, I don't know how however long it takes to like, grow a coffee bean, I guess. And uh, and then they ship it here. And then like you know you have this like special blend. And uh, <clears throat> she tasted it, and she's like not really a huge coffee person. <clears throat> and she was just like put like a stamp over the picture. It said De definitely better than Keurig. <clears throat> I can I can taste the difference between this and Keurig. I was like, I hate I was like, everything about what you just said. That was like the funniest thing because I was like, I've never heard of like, I mean, just like fifteen dollar pour over is like completely insane. At like starting that's, that's off, it's madness. It's it's straight up madness. But it's then again, madness. you did go around like eating fancy toast at one point. I did, and that will be coming soon. Soon, I'm not sure when, but uh, we will be doing a post. Like about maybe the not fancy today, toast. maybe not tomorrow, but someday, Those, <laughs> someday. Someday. I was reading uh, a New Yorker piece on fancy toast, and I was just like, you put spreads and like n like nuts and like things like that. I was just like, 
Yeah, no, just give me eggs. Just a lot of eggs and meat. That's my it's breakfast. Artisanal bread oh. that they use and stuff. Uh, I gotta say, general impressions is that it was pretty good overall. I, I uh, would bank for your buck though. Bank for your buck. Wouldn't say it would be there for some of them, <laughs> if not yeah. most of them, but. Just like, t- I'll go back to reheating old California burritos for my breakfast. Thank you <laughs> very much. Drink sweat. Oh, dude, I miss that having a California burrito. So good. Favorite burrito. Is that going to be our, like, when you come visit, that's going to be our thing? I. <laughs> tacos too? I'm definitely going to go to Tacos too when I go to Chico. <laughs> um, so that was a hell of an intro. Let's, <laughs> I know, right? let's get into the Apple Wait, stuff. Um, yeah. So, clarification on the last episode we did so jeff so yeah update uh we got a person that was tweeting at us uh mr antonio olmos i hope i'm saying that right i'm sorry if i'm saying it wrong um saying that there were some corrections on the episode and you are correct sir um it's funny that you mentioned this because right as of i think today they posted that there Mm. would be a software patch for air 53 so if you have had uh, a third-party retailer repair your phone at some point. Uh, what will happen is that you'll update your phone, and then you'll be able to. It, uh, Touch ID will be disabled until you get it officially repaired from Apple. Um, but you will be able to unlock your phone with the passcode, and it your phone will no longer be bricked, and you shouldn't have a danger of it in the future. Uh, it was not intentional to have uh, Air Fifty Three on the phone to brick your phone. Which part of me feels like that's kind of bullshit? It's just like that's. Whenever a company tells me, oh, it wasn't intentional, I'm like, no, no. You wanted yeah. this, but you got backlash. No, yeah, don't believe I you. I kind of agree with that uh, because, like, there. <laughs> I mean, the whole premise goes that, like, like, oh, Apple, you know, assumed that you would just, you know, use Apple as your as the yeah. retail retailer rather than a third party that would be cheaper, which most people have done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think they got a lot of backlash for it. And they're just like here you go here's a software yeah. patch and that's that's fine i um, mean like either that or lawsuit and this kind of makes the lawsuit kind of null and void because it's a sense of software patch like oh we fixed it yeah yeah they just like kind of like have deniability now so true well good um, yeah. it's a it's a balance for privacy um yeah. and that can be a good thing as long as it doesn't go too far speaking of privacy Wow, that segue was a B plus. B plus, just like my real grades. Um, <laughs> so, in case you've been hiding under a rock, it's <laughs> the biggest tech news like this entire week. Like everyone's um, been tweeting about this. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think. Oh God, it, it's huge. It's hu- huge news, it, uh, and it yeah. will set a precedent. This is going to be like the big tech court case in the last like yeah. probably 10 years it's going to decide a lot of things um when shit goes down uh apple okay. has stood up has thrown down the gauntlet and is uh calling out to the public that mm-hmm. uh the government yeah, they has published an open letter an open letter and they've yeah. only done that a few times yeah um like, they've done one for privacy before and another one um, um like the apple maps yeah, oh yeah, maps. They remember did work for maps. maps? Yeah, yeah I, remember I, remember I remember they were like, oh crap, this is not that great. Um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so a little bit of a backstory here. So, like, uh, basically, the FBI came to Apple for help to basically um, 
you know, kind of get inside um, the iPhone used by the shooter in the San Bernardino attacks. Do you remember that uh, that whole thing that happened? The couple that you know, like yeah, like you know, terrorism big, and you know, big tragedy. Yeah, really, really awful thing that happened. And FBI was like, we this iPhone could have like, essential data that we need, and. Um, like Apple was, um, from what the open letter said, you know, they try to assist as much as possible, but there's just some things that they're not allowed. Like they don't think they want to be able to let, you know, happen with the FBI. Yes. Yeah. Like, um, basically, um, here's what Tim Cook said is that we can find no precedent for an American company being forced to expose its customers to a greater risk of attack. We feel we must speak up in the face of what we see as an overreach by the U.S. government. Yes. Um, and this is big because the, finally it's like confirmed like, like, okay, the FBI has like specifically like asked Apple to create a backdoor in iOS to help yep. them. And it's um, the outcome. And also because Apple's the, I don't know if they're still, they're well, first or second, doesn't really matter if not the biggest company uh, in the entire world, um, you know, is like now like it's saying fluctuates. like... It fluctuates. It fluctuates between them and Google. Them and Google and like Alphabet or whatever. Um, and... All uh, oh, right. I keep forgetting Alphabet's a thing. Yeah, it's, that's Alphabet. Yeah, I know that's what they call it. That's why Alphabet's just so big because it's everything. Yeah. Um, so this is a big deal because uh, someone so big has said no to the government and they have the capability to fight uh, and set a precedent in the court on whether or mm -hmm. not this is okay. Yep. Um, news came out later today um, that Sundar Pichai from Google CEO or Google mm -hmm. CEO uh, also took the side of Apple, but kind of cautiously. In, in a very, yeah, very kind of like walking down. He was basically like he like tweeted like five tweets out, right? Mm. I don't know if it was tweets or if it was like a. It was probably like um, a statement that he broke up into tweets or something. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was it was done in that form. Um, and like, I don't know if I was in like Google's position where they just have this dropped on their lap and everybody's waiting for Google to say something, you know, because they're mm -hmm. like, Apple said this. What do you say? And if you don't yeah. say anything, it looks terrible for you. Like yeah. a lot of people, you, can't, like saying, you just can't ignore it. It's like one of those things that they, if you think of the two biggest, you know, tech companies in the world, it's Apple and, you know, Google. So it's just like, you can't ignore it. Dirty. At all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like people were like, like, this is going to decide my next phone. I mean, that's not like, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a, that's not really a threat, but like, uh, like um, but I mean, it is, for, it's PR. for most people, for most people, I don't think they care that much. And that's the problem. Like, that's the whole point of the open letter is to kind of show, like, kind of make it very, very well known to the general public. Because never forget how big of an influence Apple is. It's worth a freaking half a trillion dollars. Like, you can't ignore the giant elephant, like the giant white elephant of Apple in the room. So yeah. that's the whole point of publishing open letter. It's like them just putting up that, like... Um, letter on their website is just equivalent of like hundreds of millions of dollars of like ad hours to try to like educate people you know yeah and hopefully it uh it pays off we'll see yeah um, i mean you know like it's gonna evolve our, like our previous episode we talked about how important like you know like digital privacy is you know we talked about the touch id thing and having you know all that in just 
in the in the very kind of, like we always talk about how much we don't like being tracked you know yeah so and it's just like one thing i mean in like apple one like a lot of fans um just by doing this like this is this is like i mean it's it, it makes like it's, they freaking won over snowden okay they, yeah, they won over snowden snowden was like this is gonna be the court case of a decade um uh, mm-hmm. This is going to be the biggest tech case uh, yeah, of the decade. I think it's what he said. I'll have to look yep. it up again. Um, and, like, that's, I mean, we all know Snowden. Snowden's a, he's a, he's a tough one to please, I'm sure. And, um, I mean, I've been an iPhone user my entire smartphone life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel, I felt pretty good before. Now I feel extra good okay (laughs) it's like brand you know you always everybody gets like the fanboys and we get like the the brand reaffirmment yeah like you're like yeah i made the right choice because that's what a lot of people do um and uh i've always respected apple for doing privacy uh right i I felt if you think about like apple too it's like that's kind of their dna is to be really secretive i mean aside from like except for the past couple of years where you know like leaks have happened in terms of like you know like remember how big of a deal it was that people found an iphone 4 like the redesign of the iphone 4 and people went crazy about it yeah like apple's always been known to like keep things kind of quiet like i mean nowadays like you're thinking about how um they've never acknowledged you know the car or virtual reality they just said, oh, these are interesting things. But, you know, they're working on it, but you don't really see any of the fruits of their labor because yeah. they like to keep things quiet. They're very, they, you know, Tim Cook basically called um, digital privacy like a fundamental human right. That's a pretty, like, it's, that's pretty big. It's pretty profound know? of them to, like, to yeah. like come out and say that. And yeah. uh, it, it feels good. Um, I mean, there's always <laughs> trade-offs with privacy, like, um Android phones inherently have kind of a lot more functionality mm-hmm. um, because they're more open. And that doesn't mean they're not secure. It just means that because Google is harvesting so much information about you, they're able to offer things that are mm-hmm. kind of more to your preferences, I guess. Yeah. And some people prefer that. Um, whereas Apple doesn't sell any of your data. They collect all your data. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all your data, but a, the certain parts like the like i think all of your like your health app stuff is like encrypted and kept only onto your device um yeah. stuff on like your, your apple watch all that's kept on the device um only certain statistics are, are passed on to apple and that's all kept uh private uh within the company they don't sell to anybody else mm-hmm. and um they have they have a lot of information that no one else knows about which is kind of interesting to think about and uh I like the fact that they just kind of keep it to themselves. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll like, I'll give you this information because that just helps you make products better or yeah. whatever X better. Um, even though I use a lot of Google services uh, and like, you know, we're all Facebook users. I'm sure most people listening to this podcast, you know, Facebook. Yeah, I, you know, I'm there about like one day out of the week and then I deactivate it. Yeah. Um, you're probably better off than the rest of us because uh, <laughs> Facebook knows everything about you and it knows things that you type in and delete. Maybe you don't search for it. Anything you do on Facebook is like constantly logged. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I'm glad that uh, Apple has done this. I'm glad it opens up a conversation for all this stuff and makes mm-hmm. uh, people kind of understand what's at stake here. So, good on them. <laughs> very much so. i wish google ceo was kind of a bit more uh, firm on his stuff yeah but i can't 
I mean, comparatively, like, Tim Cook was full on. It, like, he, like, thrashed them, basically. Like, yeah. It, it, it was just like, oh, well, um, speaking of Facebook, um, like, uh, Facebook's head, like, Mark Zuckerberg um, wrote in, like, um, response to the letter, um, quote, thank you, Tim, for showing what it means to be real, courageous, and authentic leader. So it's just, like, very kind of... There's respect in the Silicon Valley, the community, like, you know, the overall tech community for like what Tim Cook is because Tim Cook, like, um, lots of people have been like kind of criticizing him and Apple right now and under like Apple under the guise of his leadership, uh, that you know they're not innovating as well. But if they not they're not innovating, they're kind of pushing what a like kind of modern CEO does. Steve Jobs rarely got involved in advocacy, very little. Like, at the, at the very most he did was, you know, the red products and stuff. Yeah, he, um, I think when he came in uh, to Apple again, I think he started shutting down all of the, um, yeah, like, the, the, uh, oh God, what's the word? Charities, I guess, and stuff? Like, yeah. the donation stuff. It was, uh, kind of weird mm-hmm. thinking about that now. I'm like, it seems very, mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's weird because, like, uh, there's no logs of him, you know, donating, but he he probably donated things, but there's no kind of very um, there's nothing, clear things. Yeah, there's no clear yeah. evidence. Yeah. But um, um, but yeah, but Tim Cook has been like a really big supporter of like um gay rights and like um human rights and um, speaking out against like climate change and all that. So he's a very different kind of CEO that we're getting. So you know, like trade offs between like you know. Jobs and Cook, you know, who has the bigger effect on like the grander scheme of things is still, you know, still up in the air. Yeah. And uh, one thing I got to say is that if like, I mean, when that open letter was published, they had like mm-hmm. hundreds of lawyers probably pouring over it, you know, like editors yeah. and stuff. Like it's like insane amount. So for Sundar, like to like, you know, like if like any CEO is like, what do you say back? You're like, I'll get back to you on that because I need to talk to like a billion people. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, they, they've been preparing that for a little, like, you know, every line of that. Because they, not to incriminate yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Not to, would... like, have, like, it's because every word of that, like, you know, lawyers and stuff will, like, kind of line by line, like, make sure everything's clean and, like, exactly like, yeah. what you want to say so you can't be misinterpreted and all that. Yeah, it was a very clear statement. And uh, if I so, could I mean, read... Like, well, I was going to ask you, Jeff. I mean, like, okay, so I know we were talking about, like, the general idea of, um, like, the privacy that we have, like, as, like, individuals. But have you considered the other side in terms of this is information that FBI thinks is important when it comes to counterterrorism? The iPhones in question did belong to the shooters of the San Bernardino attacks. Like, Yes. Did you ever consider maybe... Tim Cook is wrong on this, especially in terms of national security and terrorism in that case. Have you ever thought about that? Sure, yeah. Um, I what think... Conclu- what, tell me about your thought process on this. Um, yeah, it's frustrating because you're like, you know that the ability to get the information out of it, mm-hmm. like there is, there, there exists maybe some sort of evidence and it's in arm's reach, uh, mm-hmm. literally, because it could be, on, it's, like, it's like, here it is. It's yeah. right in front of us, and we can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that can be frustrating. However, I think even people who are in um, a law enforcement position should not be... It, 
because like the way they're looking it's like it's convenient like there's all these other ways to kind of figure mm-hmm. out um like to find evidence right like good yeah. old poli- good old fashioned police work is like the main way mm-hmm. and um it should never convenience should never be f- sought in when you're con- when you're seeking conviction or doing evidence you know mm-hmm. like it shouldn't just be like you shouldn't just have like like oh yeah we do that because it's you know it's convenient for us to like you don't want to have a police officer say that when you're like yeah. convicting someone for life or something like that you just don't want to do that um it should there should be like if there's evidence there should be very clear evidence um it shouldn't just have to be you know like it has to be in this one place yeah. um so yeah it's it yeah it kind of sucks because you're just like yeah you know they could just like you know do me a solid unlock this mm-hmm. phone for me yeah but that also i feel like the terrorists win if that happens yeah because like you it, know yeah it's like one of those things like the whole like tsa thing like how much like of our you know like like security has trumped our freedoms kind of thing you know like for me when i was kind of thinking through this and kind of like trying to think my way through this i always thought you know this is this is a good reason why um the fbi would want apple's help but then it kind of creates this weird precedent of hey fbi is asking for something open this for us and they then like now there's a president like oh they've done that so they'll do it again kind of thing yeah exactly it's just like it becomes a kind of like a slippery slope because you know like when you give like a government agency power to do something like that it's just like it's not like they're gonna do it once and they're like we'll never use that card again yeah exactly um it it there's no guarantee the biggest thing is that there's no guarantee Mm -hmm. if uh, a backdoor is put into ios there's no guarantee that you know the right people are going to be using this just like Mm -hmm. how the like project prism you know exists you're collecting all this data there's no guarantee that you know this is going to be used properly or for the right right reasons yeah um and uh, i had a follow-up to this i'm sure somewhere i'm trying to think (laughs) about this oh yeah so like the whole thing about the terrorist win um like like it's one thing for like a terrorist attack to be successful and people die um you know that's like they're like a, like ISIS would be like yeah great we did it uh, we did something but it's another thing if like they completely change how like American freedoms are and then that that's mm-hmm. a big win for them if this case like goes through and like you know our security is compromised yeah. um, that's like really sucks like that's really that's like an extra super win for them because they're just like wow look what we did like we didn't have to yeah. do a damn thing and look they all went crazy and they just like gave us like <laughs> made, made, well, made our they jobs totally easier. did do something I think yeah. you, what you meant is, oh, we did one thing and it changed the way you people live. It's yeah. how I mean, quickly you're ready to like give up like your livelihood because it's wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's like 9-11. 9-11 changed everything about our country. And yeah. um, that, in a sense, like, I don't, like, I don't know if you can compare really these two acts, um, but it's still like... I mean, still, could, they're both under the umbrella of terrorist attack. Yeah, they're different scales, a very different kind of motivation, technically, you know, and the scale is just completely different. So, the, yes, they are terrorist attacks, but you know, it, they do affect the way we think about, like, and how we live our lives, kind of thing. Yes, and uh, everyone loses if this uh, if this happens, where uh, Apple is forced to build a backdoor into their mm-hmm. uh, into iOS, and that's just that's a lose lose for everybody. No one should want it. There, yeah, sure. It sucks that like you know this this ability to get easy access to things, um, to get to this information. Um, sure. 
However, uh, everyone loses because mm-hmm. if it's used in the wrong way or something's compromised, then that's just then that's even worse. Like the losses are so large. Yeah. I mean, so I feel I like yeah, we're giving up so much of what you know, like our privacy, so that we like for like the really small amount of data that they would need. You know, like. It's kind of a horrifying thing that, like, I don't like my data being able to be accessed by anyone. Yeah. Regardless, just, like, that's just weird to me. It's like when you're a journalist, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. journalists journalists have a hard job. They have to ask hard questions, and they're going to have people who don't want to talk to them all the time. And you're going to make a lot of phone calls, and you're going to try and drill people to try and get things out of them. Yeah. Um, And that's, like, exactly how police work should be, uh, Mm -hmm. is that you're trying to do it like that because that's that's just how yeah, it is there's a, a as a journalist you, there is a lot of thing, ethics involved and in making sure you got information the right way like you know like that's how i you know the undercover things they kind of walk that weird line between your your are like representing yourself you know like how much of that is um it, it kind of makes it like you you shouldn't do a wrong to achieve a right kind of thing because what the public deserves is the truth you know? yeah so it's a very confusing, horrifying mess. There's a whole class on it, on media yeah. law. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There definitely <laughs> is. And there's a very good one at Chico State from my here. <laughs> so if you, uh, if anybody's considering, if anyone's of the college age and is looking to go to a college, Chico State has great, great uh, journalism program. Yeah, I mean, both of us went there. and Indeed. I'm not even a journalist. And I, I, I got involved in that program. So Yeah, you, you kind of got sucked in, didn't you? I, I certainly did, and now I'm working for a media entity. <laughs> yeah, is that funny how, like, there's a lot of people who became journalism majors but don't work in journalism anymore? But then you didn't have a journalism degree, but then, you know, like, you got part of it, and, like, that's just how it worked out. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's kind of encompassing a lot of different types of uh, people of different background now, which is good because, goddamn, do they ever need it. Uh, <laughs> they need new tools. They need they need to make things yeah. um just more God clear. Just bless more the nerds. Recording. God bless nerds. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's all I got to say about that. that I pretty... mean, it's a like again. This is gonna be this is a story that we're gonna be following up on because, of course, this is just like Apple saying something. Now the government has to respond. You know, it has to like there needs to be. There's gonna be a big talk conversation and ramifications of this, and this is gonna be one of those things that we're gonna come back to. This is not yeah. as sexy or exciting as WWDC or Google I.O., but it's important to tech. And, like, right now, in terms of the the day, you know, how we live, our privacy, our online lives are so important that we need to, like, really, like, focus in on it. Yeah, it's right. important to build these things in mm-hmm. before we go forward to, like, yeah. make sure that, like, you know, we set precedent yeah. on what we care about um, so that later we don't get our like you know cyber warfare craziness which is (laughs) totally happening right now and like (laughs) like i don't know it's kind of it's uh like the fbi like all the like the government's gotten hacked a few times and they've exposed databases and stuff and uh it's just like you you know what i'm scared about jeff Mm -hmm. do you remember watching captain america civil war yeah like i'm just scared that like a giant helicarrier is gonna start shooting people because <laughs> you know they're being tracked on our phones and they're like targeting this son of a bitch he did now i'm i'm surprised 
Actually, I shouldn't be surprised. I'm sure they're already doing something like that. Drones, always, dude. They're called yeah, drones. <laughs> I know. Like, there's already, like, that's already a reality. It's just weird to think about it because you're like, huh. Because we're in America. We're in this kind of weird, like, embrace of security. Uh, that's why 9-11 was so crazy. And then, like, freaking the Middle East gets bombed every, like, freaking week. Like, you know, I've got to wonder what it's like to interview. Like, I want to interview a drone pilot because, like, they operate, you know, sometimes in this country. Yeah. And so, like, you know, they go and they fly these drones. They do these operations. They they drive home at night. You know, they go to In-N-Out. Or no, they go to In-N-Out. But, like, you know, they go to... <laughs> I like how that's how you want to connect with them. Like, you eat in a, I eat in a, we, you know? Yeah, you know, like, they go home at the end of the day, and they just, like, take a shower. You know, like, they live, like, their normal lives, but they're performing all these, like, big, impactful things. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, they're not over there. They're here. They're just yeah. flying the sim. what's essentially, like, it feels like a simulator yeah. almost, or a game. Yeah, no, exactly. So. That's exactly what it is. And it's just, like... There are people's lives, you know, like you know, yeah. like in in um the way we thought of war before, it was like two sides with rifles, and yeah, like and one of the big <laughs> one of the things was you know like don't start shooting until you see the whites in their eyes or something. Yeah, like when you're a drone pilot, like how much you know, like are you taking stake in the fact that these are people's lives that you're handling? You know, like it's 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 a kind of like when you're playing a video game, yeah, kill, kill, kill. You know, it doesn't fuck it doesn't matter in the end, but. When you take that experience and put it in real life, that's kind of a horrifying idea. Yeah, there's a huge disconnect. And I remember yeah. there's a, there a scene in, uh, I think, Surrogate, which wasn't a very good movie, but it had good scenes. <laughs> uh, it had Bruce Willis, and uh, the idea was that in the future, everybody doesn't really move around. They connect into these like remote devices with their brain, and then they like go out and live out their lives as like their better-looking selves, but they're just drone humans mm-hmm. uh, with their mentality in them. But what they would do is that they would have... like there's an army scene where like there was a guy just basically controlling like robots on the ground that were humanoid shaped and they were just like running across like a field. And there's like gunfire going on and explosions. Yeah. And I was like, huh, you know, it's funny cause we do something that's, that's better than that. Cause no one yeah. actually wants a human bot on the ground. It's like, if you're from the air, you have all this yeah. flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just thought that as a side note, I just thought this is interesting disconnect there. If that's a thing, yeah. uh, maybe I should look up this interview of that already. Uh, so privacy guys check it out if you haven't read the article this is not a fun conversation <laughs> not a fun conversation it's, it's it's a pretty heavy topic it's a very kind of like dry toasty topic it's essential but it's not sexy or fun it really isn't but no. super vital still super 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 vital um so what else apple announced was uh <laughs> iphone trading program Oh, right. Okay, so Jeff, okay, you have to walk me through this because I I saw a glimpse, I saw a tweet about it, but I didn't read further because I was sleepy all day. Like I've been out of it. Like I ate a bag of pork rinds today. I was just so tired. So um, I, I okay, get you. okay. So I have an iPhone six, um, sixty four gig phone, and I was hoping to upgrade this coming year because you know I'm on the two year cycle. I'm on the um, solid number, not the S's, but I'm on the solid number. So how will this help me, kind of? Because I was, like, remember I told you, like, my plan was when the new iPhone comes in, I'm going to start doing that whole iPhone, like, um, the Apple upgrade plan, like, every, was it every year or something, you get a new phone? Yes. So how does this differ? So this is different. Uh, it's called, 
its new trade up with installments program very catchy name yeah very sexy name good name good apple name um so the idea is that you just take in your current smartphone that could mm-hmm. be android apple or windows phone if you're one of the okay one percent with a one percent yeah the one the, the sad one percent uh i've only known one person in my entire life who had uh, windows phone uh, oh, I, dude, my brother and his friend had Windows phones. I laughed at them for so long. Now they're Apple users. <laughs> so you guilted them into it. No, no, you no, because sh- like, they were just like, I want Instagram and stuff like that. Like, all the apps, they're just like, the, the functionality. I, I want Instagram, wow. I, yeah. Oh. Um, so the idea <laughs> is that you take, uh, you take in your old phone, you get a certain amount of credit that you can put towards uh, an installment plan that will you'll pay off over... 24 months so it's like two mm-hmm. years so this can largely vary depending on what phone you're trading in if you're trading in uh you said iphone 6 iphone 6 64 gig so the max trade-in value for that is 300 okay which is pretty good i mean it really I feel depends like you get you, more on ebay you if you unlock your phone you could totally sell your phone for like way more than that yeah um however if you're not one of those people you can have take the easy way out and just put an iPhone six up. Like mm-hmm. I have an it's funny, I have an anecdote about this because just today a friend texted me and was like, Hey, I want to buy a new iPhone. Should I wait or should I not? Right now we're like mid cycle in between the mm-hmm. iPhone releases. There might be a uh, thing in March, but usually September yeah. is when they release. Yeah, well I mean their flagshipy ones there, but like, you know, there's this weird kind of um they want to like um, I've been hearing rumors of like a a five S E, a smaller Thing that we always hear every year we hear these like oh apple might release a four inch iphone or a five inch iphone like as like a kind of like the the third lower tier like we had it in the 5c before yes and mm-hmm. it, it seems so i think they need to fix their naming scheme first of all because it's getting kind of weird um because like they're like oh iphone 5 because you know iphone 5 is going to be like the it the form factor of the five yeah and yeah. um and then there's like you know but then there's like the 5c which is like the cheap version of the iphone mm-hmm. 5 but it, the 5 I, I rumored iphone 5 se is supposed to be the form factor of iphone 5 with the innards of like a iphone 6 yeah uh, that is the idea uh if we're gonna hear more about that we'll probably hear more about it in march people feel pretty strongly that that's gonna happen yeah so if you're into that maybe just wait it's only gonna be like what a month from now yeah but you so, know for the true flagship experience definitely wait in the fall yes yeah like the um, latest definitely. greatest obviously comes in september yeah and it'll be a whole generation upgrade iphone 7 mm-hmm. so uh yeah um anyhow so my friend was asking me today you know like oh what should i do and i was like well what do you have before and it just happens that today was also the day they announced the new trading yeah. program so i was like this is perfect for her because i'm not going to tell her how to unlock her phone she's mm-hmm. not going to invest the time to on like to do all this stuff yeah um so and even me like i like uh, sometimes you just you you know that there's a better solution but you just mm-hmm. don't do it because you're like well it, it saves me time and i just don't yeah feel like doing it's just it. like uh, yeah exactly that's why that's I, you know, I, yeah. i'm really good about ebay selling because you know I when, I when i was really poor like all i did was buy and sell things on ebay and that's how i earned my money but no most people wouldn't sell things on ebay because you know they have to find the packaging and selling it and like putting up the descriptions and all that people don't do that I, I have an app for that um <laughs> since you're gonna be moving on to new york soon there's an app called ship that you take a picture of whatever you're shipping uh-huh. someone comes to your door and picks it up and packages it and sends it off for you 
Really? Yep. It's, I might uh, try that because I have a few things like um, my tripod lamp. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like just weird stuff. Uh, you should definitely take a look into it. I don't know what areas they operate. Definitely LA because my brother uses it to send me stuff. Uh, it's worked great both times. Uh, in fact, my wearable was shipped with ship. So check it out if you're into that. Uh, I think it's like five bucks shipping. Maybe cheaper. I'm not sure. I don't think that's true, Jeff. You don't think so? Five dollars for shipping flat? No. Why not? Because there are just some some boxes that are huge, Jeff. Some, but sometimes you never know. <laughs> it can't. There's no. There's no like maybe like a standard size as a five dollar shipping thing. Maybe it's like five dollars for packaging, and then you add on the shipping costs. See, we use postal technology to compare prices among carriers, then send your shipment with the lowest cost option. Our $5 fee covers pickup at your door for as many See? as 20 items you need to ship. So $5, they come to your door, and then yeah. you just pay shipping. Yeah. I think $5 is a pretty sweet Wait, so convenience fee. Did you fee. say they're, they're packaged up for you? Yeah, so you take a picture of them. You kind of like just basically, so they get an idea of like what they need to do to package it, and then mm-hmm. someone comes to your door takes your items from you and they go and they just handle yeah, all that for so you. Yeah, so like if I like take a picture of like a bundle of like my vinyl records or something. Yes. They do that for me. Okay. They would totally do that for you and someone will just be like oh okay we'll take those for you and then okay. they just get there and, they, and you can track it in the app. All the things are done through the app. I'll definitely so try s- that out Jeff. I want to see if there's any support in Chico. You should check it out. If there's not yeah. there'll probably definitely be one in New York City for sure. Yeah. You know what's funny? You're actually the first person to acknowledge the fact that I'm moving. Really? I didn't even announce it yet. I haven't announced it yet. Oh my god. Do I need to, <laughs> do I need to edit this episode? No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. Like, uh, I've been kind of keeping it mum for a long time, but I guess, you know, we should just say it now. Um, at the end of February, the beginning of March, I'm actually moving to New York, so we're going to be... The schedule's going to be wonky. Like, prepare for yeah. some weird growing pains because Jeff now works a regular schedule. I still don't know what my schedule is. It's already a hassle that we live on the same, like, freaking time zone. Yeah, so we have now it's a three-hour difference. Yeah, so it's going to be really curious how we move forward here, like, mm-hmm. how we're going to play it out. But, yeah, so I'm moving to New York. Um, very excited. Already started packing things, you know, like like Jeff was saying. So Indeed. Well, like, it's super horrifying. Like, the idea is horrifying. But yeah, uh, Jeff, I will tell you how Shake Shack is. Shake Shack. Oh, is yeah. that the, is that what I have? Is the, that the? It's the East Coast it equivalent of In and Out. Shake Shack. Man, I don't know what to make of that name, but <laughs> let's hope it lives up to its notoriety. <laughs> it's, it's probably pretty good. I'm sure it's pretty good, but we'll see. Because you know, I I'm a, I love In and Out, so we'll see how this works out. Uh, so anyhow, uh, your trade in value may vary depending on what phone you're turning in and what condition and what operating system, like all these like different factors. Um, CNET has a great write up. If you have an iPhone that you're trading in, um, they have a very clear list of what you're Mm -hmm. thinking, what you're like picking. So if you have like, you know, you're trading in your iPhone six and you're going to get, you know, a six S like 64 gig, Mm -hmm. um, you can, you're basically going to pay $18 and 70 cents a month. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is is like pretty good payment, I think. Like basically, you know, 20, twenty bucks a month um, is pretty good. One of the coffees at your fancy ass San Francisco joint. So yeah, so one one fancy pour over in San Francisco uh, can get you an iPhone six S to be yeah. used. I feel like we've used this metaphor before when we were talking about the upgrade program. Huh? 
Did we? I think we used that metaphor, like, for the cost of a cup of coffee. <laughs> it's cut. The cost of cup of coffee is getting a little too high. I feel. In hey some man, places. you live in the Bay. We'll see. How, like, we'll see how the prices match up with New York, man. Because we're mo- we're both going to be living in the like two of the most, expensive, most expensive places. Cities. Yeah, on and, planet Earth. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh God, that's like, going to be fun. I'll have to start looking for a place uh, if everything works out uh, in like two months. So we'll yeah, see like, how. So that when goes. your like internship period is done, right? Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Maybe live with Ben. His place is too tiny. Well, then you find a new place, Jeff. He doesn't, like, stay there forever. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. Where else are you going to... I I don't know. He lives in a place that's actually amazingly convenient. Mm. So, if you can afford it, I mean, (laughs) more power to him. Um, So, definitely look into it if if you were hesitant or money was an issue for you for the monthly payment system before. Mm -hmm. Now you can just trade in whatever you have and kind of get a little bit more value out of it. Yeah. So, so it just makes it easier to switch from Android to Apple, basically, is basically what you're saying. Uh, never did say that, although it's there true, was though. so. Um, actually, recently they the reviews the embargo got lifted for the uh, next bit Robin, I believe. Yeah. So is, um, I got my hands on that actually. Really? Uh, it, yeah. It, does it have a soft touch feel? Because it's it, okay. So basically, the next touch Robin is basically a super cloud based phone that um, it wants to solve the issue of you running out of space on your phone. It still has onboard yes. memory and stuff, but what it does is, for um, for instance, when you take a picture, the high res version goes to the cloud while you have a smaller version of it on your phone, cutting down on the you know size of your stuff. Exactly. I think when you buy it, you get a hundred gigs of yeah, you do. cloud storage, and like mm-hmm. that's great. And I actually really dig the build um, mm-hmm. of it. It's it's like this. It's like kind of it's a like hard plastic. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel cheap though. It's like uh, white and light blue. It's like yeah, very kind of like baby nice, blue colors. Nice nice color tones nice they got on it. Um, it's got really hard edges in terms of like it's very square. Uh, it's different than other designs. It kind of reminds me of. What does it remind me of? Like Windows Lumias, maybe? Maybe, or like maybe like the Nexus 5, kind of, but with like harder edges. Yeah, the Nexus 5 is kind of rounded. Uh, am I thinking of the Nexus 5X differently? Maybe I'll take a look at the. Yeah, it's like kind of Nexus with harder edges because they got curved edges and stuff. Yeah. But next, I really like the design of it. I like the, the size. I think it's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't yeah, they com- also like kind of like put your their apps like kind of inactive and stuff? It kind of removes the apps that you don't use that much. Yeah, you have the ability to archive apps and mm-hmm. kind of basically like send them to the cloud. Then when you need them, you can summon them back again. Um, yeah. And it'll do stuff like when you're plugged in and connected to Wi-Fi, it'll like sync your whole operating system and stuff so everything's in the cloud. Um, and it has like a little indicator on the back to tell you when it's like doing the sync. Yeah. Um, so, and the best thing about it, uh, about the best thing, but it's... It's got it's unlocked, and mm-hmm. you get all these nice features for what I think four hundred, four hundred dollars. I think is what. Um, I mean, okay, going back, the specs are pretty kind of middle of the road. They're nothing to be crazy, but they're not. It's not gonna have like six gigs of RAM. Yeah, is it's it like not, maybe it's not two flagship. or three? Not flagship. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean it felt slow. Uh, everything mm-hmm. I used on it felt pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. And it's running um, um, Jelly Bean. It's running Marshmallow, I think. Oh, Marshmallow. Uh, okay. It's running a near stock Android uh, experience, just similar how Motorola does their own thing, 
with just mm-hmm. like a few modifications to like you know make it because they're you know yeah, syncing I, to I their really own system. I kind of want to play with that because the idea of cloud is interesting. Because you know, I remember how I, I bought the Chromebook, and this... I hated it because. I mean, I love. I bought it because I love the idea of like the cloud-based system, but the execu- it was just so underpowered and it was a terrible experience for me. This could be a really interesting kind of way of using the cloud. Yes, and um, I got it because everything's in the cloud. I hope to God that they you know secure that because yeah. that would be nice. Oh, it also has like a touch sensor. It uses USB C for the charging, which is really okay. nice. and it has a um, has a thumb the thumbprint readers on the side, so like. It's just where your sleep wake button is uh, on like an yeah. iPhone. It's it's uh, also a fingerprint reader as well. Oh, cool. Um, that was pretty quick. So uh, overall, I had very positive impressions about it. Um, yeah. I didn't have very much time to play with it more than uh, that. I know. I, like, I kind of want. We should request a uh, review model for it. I would, like. I really want to do a write up for that. Send them an email. They have yeah. a very nice little uh, little review kit they got there. Um, one thing I will say is that I felt when I was taking pictures on it, it was a little slow. Like it, like I'd press the button and it would like, wait a second and go and then kick. And like, I'm so used to my phone being instant or like top speed burst pictures. Like I, I now you do love the burst, don't you? I, I love burst. I like just having, just flicking my phone. Like I'm so used to like swiping from the bottom right corner to like get up to the phone already. Um, I take a lot of pictures and stuff. So I really really want the, the Motorola double the, yeah the chop or not the, the chop the, the, the flick the flick and the chop the ch- i love the chop for um using that as a flashlight that's yeah. freaking brilliant i love that i wish apple would adopt motion gestures like that yeah but it's i'm sh- sure you can do it when it cr- when it's not sexy phone, enough but... for apple not not smooth and sexy yeah enough. you know the, yeah the technology is just not there you know it's just <laughs> that's that's blizzard's excuse for a lot of things if you guys are video gamers so um yeah, that was a side note. We I, I did not intend to talk about the next bit, Robin, but yeah, is... it's, it's an interesting little phone if you're interested in like never. I because my friend talked to me about like, hey, I'm running out of storage on my phone. Like, what do I do? I was like, okay, what kind of phone you have? She turned out to have expandable storage. So I was like, oh, the really easy way is just to buy more storage. Yeah. But for some people, nobody does that though. Like most flagships, the Samsungs, the iPhones, they don't have expandable storage anymore. It's slowly becoming a thing to not include. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure why Samsung dropped it. A lot of people were pissed about that. Waterproofing. Waterproofing. That's true. I think even the uh, the Samsung Galaxy 5 had the capability to be um, IPX6 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, even though it had a removable back. But I think that, uh, I don't know. Whatever. There's, there's reason, there's advantages and disadvantages. But mm-hmm. most people who are big fans of yeah. uh, that brand were like betrayed. Oh, yeah, Chris, I mean, like they so were really speedy. bad about like the whole the power user aspect of it, you know, yeah. battery, external storage, all that stuff. So I'd recommend it if you're into taking a lot of pictures and you don't want to inst- you don't want to uninstall stuff. Uh, yeah. Look into it. Also Google bucks. Photos. That's true. You have Google Photos too. Done. I mean, well, the thing is, like the next bit, Rob will actually like you know it'll send the original to the mm-hmm. to the cloud server and then keep like the downsized yeah. version on your phone to keep safe space. So down. the opposite is true of um, Google Photos. Yeah, that's true. They only they'll they'll strip it down to the uh... Yeah, but then most of your photos are the you really need them to be super high quality though. Yeah. All your I pictures think... of tapas. I think it's I think it's just the idea is like, uh I would I mean you can pay to have yeah. that feature and like I think that's probably fine. I don't know. It just I, I feel like I'm like if there's gonna be that one time where like I wish I had raw or like the full resolution. 
<laughs> but I don't know. Maybe maybe it's something I won't care about if I used it more. Cool. So check it out. Four hundred bucks. Um, pretty solid phone. I think most people are are yeah, I, I pretty really want to get my hands on it. They're I new. Really do. I think it's amazing that someone just kind of like came in the market. You know, yeah. like amongst like there's a lot. Android has yeah. a lot of competition, so this is kind of promising from this company. Yeah. There's a lot of Android phones out there. Yeah. This is really it's a really cool kind of side feature, but is it enough to get to people to switch away from their Samsungs? We'll I see. don't know. We will see guys. And if it's not this one, definitely the next one they'll they'll make uh will probably be ten times better because they just you know, first one's always like learning and the next one's like, oh now we just make it way better. Ah, okay. Well, if you want to find more of our shenanigans, uh, you can follow our Twitter, uh, tech underscore laundry. I'm at Jeffrey A. Barron on Twitter as well. And I'm at Tercius Buffetta. We tweet a lot. We're using the hashtag tech laundry. So make sure to follow that if you're really curious about like the things we do or the things we find. Indeed. Uh, you can look at our site to take a look at Tercius' uh, first day look at uh, his Apple Watch. Yeah. Took a very nice picture on there, techlaundrypodcast.com. <laughs> Thank you. That was sweet. That was pretty good. Um, and yeah, uh, we're up on Acost or Acast. So we ever we don't even know what we call it. You can check that yeah. out. Uh, Definitely like you know, listen to us through there, so it'll be you know boost up our numbers. You know, Indeed, we're great. Yeah, uh, and if you don't want to, well, you can find us in Stitcher and have like in store and all the usual places. It yep. usually gets around everywhere. And if you can't do that, well, just stream it through the website because that works too. Yeah. Um, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is a this is a longer episode. I didn't think we had like one big topic, and I was like, well, I guess we're gonna talk about it. But how long? Turns out <laughs> it's always longer than we think it's gonna be. Yeah, we do t- talk a lot. We talk a ton. Uh, I'm very good at talking. In case you guys didn't know that. So, get digs with that. Uh, you guys have a good day, and until next time, uh, encrypt everything. <laughs> I know I, I did. Use Veracrypt. Use Veracrypt. Veracrypt. <laughs>